the word of God. Man should not live by bread alone, but by every word that proceeded from the mouth of God. Amen. His word is a lamp to our feet and a light to our path. Praise the praise the Lord. John chapter 13. Gonna read the scriptures, then pray. Looking at verses 21 to 30. When Jesus had thus said, he was troubled in spirit, and testified and said, Barely, barely, I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. Then the disciples looked one on another, doubting of whom he spake. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples, whom Jesus loved. Simon Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he spake. Then he then lying on Jesus' breast said unto him, Lord, who is it? Jesus answered, He it is to whom I shall give a sup when I have dipped it. And when he had dipped the sop, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And after the sup, Satan entered into him. Then said Jesus unto him, That thou doest, do it quickly. Now no man at the table knew for what intent he spake this unto him. For some of them thought because Judas had the bag that Jesus had said unto him, by those things that we have need of against the feast, or that he should give something to the poor. Then he, having received the sup, went immediately out, and it was night. Let us pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you again, Lord God, for this opportunity to spend in your word. Lord, thank you for giving us a heart to seek after you, a heart to do your will, a heart to seek your face, Heavenly Father. Lord, we have a heart for you, and we get it from you. You gave it to us as a gift, and we thank you for it. Thank you for the gift of this day, Lord God, a day that we set aside, even nationally, to give thanks. But, Lord, we thank you that we can thank you every day. You're worthy every day. We praise you every day. Let our lives be lives of thanksgiving, Heavenly Father. Even as we read your word, even as we meditate on your word, even as we hear your word, let your word go fall on good ground that we may bear much fruit. And remind us, Lord, that it's not about us, but it's all about you. Thank you so much, Heavenly Father. And let us not take you for granted or this time for granted. Lord, this time is precious, and you're precious. And this time is precious because of you, and we thank you, and we praise you for it. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. I'm really thankful for this opportunity share the word with you guys. You know, I looked at the main reason for the book of John and I found it says the purpose of this gospel, the book of John, is to state, is to show that Jesus of Nazareth was Christ, the Son of God, and that believers in him might have eternal life. And we look here at what's happening with these events that we're about to read about, they take place right after the supper. Right after Jesus and his disciples sat down and ate their last supper together, Jesus rises up 
and he begins to wash their feet. And when Peter was kind of hesitant because it didn't seem worthy. But Jesus said, if I don't wash you, then you won't be clean. And Peter, he got excited. He said, hey, my feet might wash my whole body. And, you know, and then they went from there to where Jesus was beginning to tell them things that were going to come to pass. And he continues on in verse 21. And when Jesus had thus spoken, he was troubled in spirit and testified and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. Now, when we look at these following passages, 21 through 30, there are some, there are some things that by God's grace we can see in here. And we can see a lot more in here, but by God's grace, this is what, uh, by God's grace, I was able to see. And I want to share, you know, what the Lord is saying in these verses. And we want to we wanna see that God knows everything. He knows everything that's going to take place in our lives. We don't know what tomorrow brings. We don't know what's around the corner, but God knows everything. Amen. And we also can see in these following passages that God hurts with us. Jesus hurts with us. He doesn't want to see us hurting. He doesn't want to see us betrayed. He doesn't want to see us mistreated. He hurts with us. He can understand and sympathize with our pain. He's with us. We can also see in these following passages that we can find comfort in the midst of trials. We can find comfort in the midst of people attacking us or people persecuting us or we're going through different things, going through ailments and aches and pains and people don't come see you like they used to. Different things we're going through, we can find comfort even in the midst of confusion. Because we're about to see that they're, they're wondering who. They're wondering when. They're wondering what's going on. Who's going to portray Christ? Is it me? And we see that God knows our hearts better than we do. Mm. So often we think that we mean well or we are doing the right thing. But God knows why we really do, why we really say. He knows what's really in our heart. I remember one time Peter spoke out boldly and said, no, it ain't going to happen. And he meant well. But it wasn't coming from a godly place. God knows. He knows us better than we know ourselves. And, and these men who have been following Jesus for three years, they started wondering, well, is it me? Because they didn't, but God knows our hearts better than we do. Mm. And we can also see in this passage that we can still find peace in the bosom of Jesus. In the midst of uncertainty and confusion. And we see that we can still be led by the Spirit of God. Because sometimes when we go through things, we go through confusion, hurts, and pains, and trials, we kind of wonder what to do, what to do. But the Holy Spirit still leads us. Amen? The Word of God still leads us. Amen. And these are some of the things that we're going to see in this. So again, verse 21, And when Jesus had thus said, he was troubled in spirit, and testified and said, Verily, verily, I say unto you, that one of you shall betray me. This is some shocking news. They just had supper. They just fellowshiped. Jesus just washed their feet. You can sense the unity. You can sense the brotherhood. You can sense the closeness. And Jesus says, one of you is going to betray me. Mm. And not only saying that, but the Bible says that he was troubled in the spirit. Now, I know, we know the trials are going to come, amen? We know the persecution is going to come, right? We know the hard times are going to come. 
The Bible says that those who live godly shall suffer persecution, but it doesn't take away the pain. It doesn't take away the hurt. Jesus knew what he came to do, but he was still sorry in his heart because he loved each and every one of his disciples. He kept each and every one of his disciples. He taught. He had an intimate relationship with each one of his disciples. And he was grieved to his heart. So God is grieved when you go through, even in the season, when you may not get the visit, visit that you want to get. Let's be real. Let's talk about it. When you're going through things in your family and going through things in life, God is grieved with you. And God is hurting with you. And you can share your pain with him. Then the disciples looked one on another, doubting of whom he spake. Now they start to look at each other. This unity, this brotherhood, this camaraderie is kind of shaken up now. Because now they know Jesus is the truth. He's never allowed to mislead them. So they know somebody is going to betray him. They had no idea who it was. They had no idea. We have no idea the sin that lies within our hearts. Mm. We have no idea how evil we can be. Have you ever said something you're like, oh, I can't believe I said that. I'm sorry. Oh, I can't believe I did that. I didn't mean to do that. I'm sorry. We don't know. But God knows, amen? God knows how deep the sin goes, how deep and how badly we are apart from him. But you know he loves us anyway, amen? amen. But they didn't even know they looking around, and I could imagine someone saying, well, is it me? Because God knows everything, amen? Yeah, and we can find comfort in it. What are you going through right now? God knows. What's around the corner? God knows. What's in your heart? God knows. And we can trust him, amen? Because, you know, when, when the enemy knows something about you, you're afraid that they might use it against you. Mm. When a foe knows something about you, you know, they might use it to get you back. Or they might use it to manipulate you, control you. But that's not the kind of God we serve, amen? amen we amen. serve a loving God who doesn't seek to hurt us, but he seeks to love us, amen? Yes. Let's let, let him love us on today, amen? Let's cast our cares upon him. Going on in verse 22, 23. Now there was leaning on Jesus' bosom one of his disciples whom Jesus loved. Simon and Peter therefore beckoned to him that he should ask who it should be of whom he spake. You got Simon Peter. In the midst of this, what's going on? He's finding rest on the bosom of Jesus. Wow. He's finding peace in the bosom of Jesus. And for the sake of the time, moving on, we can find rest in the midst of those times. In the midst of confusion and anxiety and fear and doubt, we can find rest in Jesus, amen? Because he is the Prince of Peace. He is our peace. Moving on for the sake of time. 26, Jesus answered, he it is to whom I shall give sup when I have dipped. And when he had dipped the sup, he gave it to Judas Iscariot, the son of Simon. And after the sup, Satan entered into him. Then uh, said Jesus unto him, that thou doest, go, uh, do quickly. You know what? So often we give Satan a lot of credit. You want to hear, people, you hear people say the devil did this and the devil's busy and this and that kind of thing. But do you know that Satan, the devil, is a servant of God? He's a servant of God. Not in salvation, not in receiving salvation, not in receiving uh, 
forgiveness, but he is under God's control. He cannot do anything without God's permission. Mm. He cannot do it. So we don't have to worry about the devil. We don't have to worry about the rise of the devil. Be afraid that, oh, he's looking around every corner. The devil's busy. We don't have to worry about none of that because we have a God who's in control of the devil. Amen? He has all power. So we don't have to worry about what Satan is doing, what Satan is talking about. We don't have to fear that. Look at this verse. Jesus gave Satan permission. Told him, look, what you do, go do it quickly. Go ahead, it's time. We don't have to be worried. Because even the rise of the devil is in the power of God. Even the activity of Satan is in the power of God. So we can rest that God is protecting us. That God is providing for us. That God has given us everything that we need in Christ Jesus, though. But the question is, are we in Christ Jesus? Because hearing these truths are good. And we can rejoice and we can be excited if we know Jesus. If we repented and believed and trust in Christ, we can rejoice in these things. But if we haven't, if Jesus Christ isn't our Lord and Savior, and we hadn't, we're not living in repentance and trusting in him, then we're an enemy of God. We're not on God's side. And so we don't have the comfort that the disciples have. We don't have the peace that his children have. Today, by God's grace, that can be resolved. Today, we cry out to God, Lord, save me from my sins. Lord, I'm a sinner. I deserve hell. I deserve punishment. But Jesus took it from me. Let, grace me to repent of my sins. Let me cry out to you. Cry out to God for salvation. Cry out to God for repentance. Cry out to God that he may forgive. Because he said, God so loved the world, the Bible says, that whosoever, you are a whosoever, if you cry out to him, in repentance and faith and trust in Christ. Today, you can have fellowship with God. You can know that your sins are forgiven. Otherwise, you don't have those comforts that we talked about. You don't have that peace. The only thing you, we have to look forward to outside of Christ is damnation, the wrath of God. And so, as we think about these things, let's really evaluate our relationship with the Lord, even on Thanksgiving. Praise God. Happy Thanksgiving. God has given us another day to repent and believe in Christ. Or he's given us another day to continue in the faith, to continue to trust him and seek him. So praise God for this opportunity. And uh, at this time, we're going to pray. While we're praying, let's consider these things. And if we don't know the Lord, let's cry out. Because he will hear a prayer of repentance and a prayer of uh, repentance and trust in Christ. Let's pray. Heavenly Father, we thank you for your word. Lord, we thank you for the comfort that we have in Jesus. We thank you for this Thanksgiving day. Lord, we thank you for those who decided and were able and to meet, Lord, Lord, you are a joy to us. You are our peace. You are our comfort. Even as we're going through trials, even as we're going through uncertainty, even as we're going through pains, Lord, physical and mental, Lord, whatever we're going through, we know that we can rest in you. We can trust in you. Lord, those of us who know you in repentance and belief, 
But God, those of us who don't know you in repentance and belief, Lord, we pray that you would convict our hearts, that we would cry out that you would save us. Cry out for in repentance and belief and trust in you and ask you to save us and to forgive us and to turn our lives over to you, Heavenly Father. Lord, we thank you for this day. A day to rejoice, a day to repent, a day to remember, a day to celebrate, a day to mourn our sins. Lord, we thank you that all these are possible by your spirit. Draw us by your spirit. Those of us who are following you, draw us closer. Lord, those of us who are not, give us a desire to follow you, to repent and believe. Thank you, Lord God. Let us be thankful throughout this day because you've been good. Lord, there are things that we can complain about, but let us be thankful. In Jesus' name. Let him know. Stay right there, Sandy. Yeah, one last song. So hold it to his hand. Time, time is filled with trivial transitions. Praise the Lord.